You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. I'm a British robot lady. In 500 feet, please turn right. I'm sorry. That was for my night job. Hello. Hey, Justin. What's going on, Joe? Just in time. All right. <laughs> that's a thing I haven't heard every day for 40 years. Michael Scott said it, though. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. What's going on with you? Uh, yeah, same old shit. All right. Well, Halloween is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, horror fans' favorite month is, is, is over. But, uh, but that's okay. You know, because... Uh, well, it never ends for us. It never ends for us. The fall sets the same mood, basically, for our movies. So there's plenty, there's plenty of good, uh, good stuff to watch and uh, good atmosphere for it. And you know, holidays are coming up, and there's plenty of good holiday horror movies that people maybe haven't seen or have not seen in a long time, uh, or Very new true. things that are coming out. Which you know, there's always a thing too every uh, holiday season. And also, if anyone is listening to this show for any amount of time, they know that. Uh, you're a huge Ghostbusters fan, and we got that coming pretty soon, too. Yes, very soon. Uh, I think we're two weeks away now. Yeah, so uh, so what's been going on? Uh, well, so I've got... I don't know if you've got... Because we've never talked about uh, this particular movie. Um, have you seen Jeepers Creepers? Um, I have seen... Mo- yeah, I've seen the first one. There was a couple of them, right? There's three of them. Okay. Yeah, I think I've seen the first one and like bits of the other ones, but I, it, it sort of blends into me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm picturing scenes and characters, and I'm not really sure which is what. You know what I mean? Um, right. It wasn't something I was like super into, but yeah, I, I, I've seen enough of it, I guess, to be like, yeah, you know, I, I know of it. All right. Um. I mean, I'm, I like, I really like that first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it was very well done. And I like the second movie well enough. I don't think it's as good as the first one. I think the first movie kind of has this almost perfect blend of horror and comedy. Okay. Um, and the second movie kind of lost a little bit of that for me. I feel like it went too far in the comedy direction. Um and then the third movie is maybe one of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen. I have a hard time getting through that movie. Uh, it's it's really bad. It's really bad. And it's the same like it's it's like the same guy made all three movies. Who? Uh, God, I can't remember the guy's name. Um he's not <laughs> he's not a well liked guy. Um Was it like uh Jeep and the Creeper? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it might as well be um, Victor Salva. All right. Victor Salva is the guy's name, and he, he he's got some things in his past that maybe <laughs> are not fantastic. Oh, like he's done some shit, you mean, or like he's made some shitty he's, movies? No, he's he's done some shit. <laughs> he's like a Weinstein guy, the guy, or uh, I would argue. <sighs> In 1988, Salva was convicted of sexually abusing a minor and possessing child pornography. And they gave him the Jeepers Creepers franchise? Well, he created the Jeepers Creepers franchise. Oh. Oh, wait, when was this? And, be- and because it's Hollywood, they say, yeah, sure. This was in 1988. 
Yeah, but the movie came out like what, like the early two thousands or the late nineties? Yes. So yeah, the early two thousands. Yeah. All right, I, I don't know. You lost me. What? Like, how, why did he make? A, how was he able? He made it in prison. Like, I don't understand what happened. Well, no, he was uh, he <laughs> he was sentenced to three years in state prison, and he only served fifteen months. All right, this is fucking then, dark. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna get into that. No, part. no, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, I'm. <laughs> a piece of garbage but he made three jeepers creepers movies the only reason i'm bringing any of this up is because they're making another one i didn't even know they were making another one but they released a trailer for us this week yes um i saw it was sort of like a was like reborn or something like that yeah jeepers creepers reborn right yeah yeah so i'm assuming that means it's a reboot of the franchise as as fashion dictates at this point like I don't know if it's a reboot or if it's actually a sequel to those movies. It seems like it's it's actually a sequel. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't uh, I didn't watch the trailer, but I saw it was a thing. Yeah. So I mean, that's that that was kind of surprising. I feel like that movie kind of snuck up on us. It uh, is not being made by the same person. <laughs> this one's um, being made by O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> he needs money, Never folks. Convicted. Yeah, yeah. Never convicted. <laughs> no, not the murder. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> just, just making the naked gun movies. Ooh, mm. I like the naked gun movies. I know they're fine. Um, in any case, so yeah, that's a thing that's happening. What do you got? Um, I got a bowl of Monster Mash. <laughs> oh, oh, the cereal. Yeah. Is, wait, is that the one that where like they combine all of the uh? The, like the other monster cereals. Oh, they sure did. They sure did. How is it? It's weird. Um, it's weird. Look, I like I, I don't know like how much you know about the General Mills monster cereals, but like I know of them. Right. I know like a lot about them and and like an alarmingly a lot about them to the fact like I wish I didn't because like that room in my brain could be used for like remembering my siblings' phone numbers or like Something else like important, but I know like a lot about the monster cereals, uh, guys, and I'm a big fan, uh, of that cereal. So, like, it's my my go to Halloween breakfast, you know, or October breakfast, I guess you could say, because I love it. And that's at this point, that's the only time it comes out. Um, those things are just seasonal now, yeah, but they they didn't they they never used to be, um, but it has been seasonal. We were kids, they were on the shelf all year, all year, yeah, um. But, uh, yeah, I, I saw this and I was like, oh, shit, right, this is 50 years. Because the cereal came out in 1971. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. Um, but this looks disgusting. <laughs> but I bought it anyway, <laughs> just because. And so, like, on the box, right, um, they, they give you, like, a little, like, timeline of the, uh, I have the box here. They give you a timeline of, like, the cereals and stuff like that, which I, I kind of, like, know about them anyway. But... There's like a QR code in the back of this box. Have you seen the the cereal box? I'm sure I have. I don't it's, remember what it looks like. It's just the it's all of them. Like they brought back fucking Fruit Brute, Yummy Mummy. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, they got uh, Booberry, uh, Count uh, Chocula, and Frankenberry. Like like playing in a band, basically on the on the cover. They all have instruments and they're playing like a, a band or whatever. Playing okay. in a band. Yeah, and like I, I guess there's like a piece from each cereal in this, um, in, in this in this cereal. But so like on the on the back, um, 
you know, there's another picture of them just playing instruments together, basically. And, uh, you know, Monster Mash is like the, 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 you know, the title they use for the cereal because it's obviously just mashing up the cereals. But also the song. So I guess that's kind of what the instruments are for. Um, gotcha, gotcha. So there's a QR code in the back to hear their their music and i was i was gonna like i haven't heard it but i'm but i'm gonna i'm gonna play it i want to hear it hear what it is are you gonna do that right now yeah you want to you want to hear it yeah yeah all right so before all right so i I went to the (laughs) all right the qr code brought me to a site before you mash we just need to know your age already a little alarmed by that but all right (laughs) i'm gonna put 25 plus because i want to hear the i want to hear the fucking vulgar version uh, yeah, of course. So now it gives me a, an option to li- watch the video uh, or listen to the song. And obviously, I'm just going to put the song on because there's no point of playing the video. All right, let's do this. It just started. Oh. It brought me to Spotify. This motherfucker's on Spotify. There's a guy out there that had to do this, you know, write this song. (laughs) I mean, this is just a monster match, right? No, but he's changing the lyrics. Oh, is he? I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? I, yeah, I, I can't believe this is a thing. Well, that's enough of that. <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm not going to play the whole entire song. I think that's just ridiculous. But um, I was just curious to see what that was. I was like, oh, let me wait. I was like, that might be kind of fun to like play it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a fucking serial mascot singing Monster Mash. About it. Yeah, but it, it, as you could probably imagine, this cereal is kind of gross because, like, it's just a mix of things that, like, don't really, like, work, you know? Um, so they actually threw in, like, Fruit Brute and uh, whatever the mummy one is, too? Yeah, yeah, uh, Yummy Mummy. Uh, pieces of them. Yummy Mummy. Yeah, pieces of them. So, yeah, they, they did. So Okay, so listen, I've never... Had I've never had fruit fruit. I've never had yummy mummy. I have no idea what those two taste like. Oh, all right. So basically, all right. Let me. I'm gonna have to fucking explain the history of the General Mills monster cereals to you because we're gonna have to just go down that hole. I think. So you never had those because they weren't really around when when you were a kid. Um, right. So all right. So basically, 1971. Right. Like 50 years ago. That, that's the the celebration is 50 year celebration. So it's basically okay. uh, 1971, Count Chocula and Frankenberry, they're released. Now, it's only the second marshmallow cereal that, like, was ever made. Because... Really? Yeah. Lucky Charms was the first marshmallow cereal ever created. And they basically, like, at, at some point, I think, right before this, they, they made, like, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they made a chocolate Lucky Charms. And it just didn't work. But they're like, all right, let's try to do something else with... Uh, let's try to make a different chocolate cereal. So they went with this Count Chocula and the com- the companion cereal to it was Frankenberry. Now, if you've ever seen a commercial for either one, I'm sure you've probably seen a lot of commercials for Count Chocula. It's clearly a Bella Lugosi impression. 
Yeah. I mean, that's where they yeah. got it from. Frankenberry. Have you ever heard Frankenberry talk if you listen to a Frankenberry commercial? I can't think of it. No. Okay. All right. I want you to tell me who you think this is. So Count Chocolate is clearly Bela Lugosi, right? I'm going to play a Frankenberry commercial in a second. You tell me who you think this is supposed to be. Very Boris Koff, even with the lisp and everything like that. Like, it was very distinctly Karloff. Um, I was actually about to ask, was it Boris Karloff? No, 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 no. I I don't remember the person who did the the name, uh, the the voices. But it wasn't, no, it wasn't them. Uh, It was just people that were basically mimicking those voices. Um, Yeah, but but like the commercial just played. It's funny because like the monster didn't speak. Really? No, no. But for the commercial sake, you know, they were trying to pitch this to ki- to kids. Because right. look, at, at ni- right. in 1971, I mean, like the 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 Universal monsters were sort of popular and kind of being like uh, brought into the mainstream more for like children to enjoy. Because you had like famous monsters of Filmland uh, magazine was around at that time. Uh, they were just right. yeah, they were more like a household name. So that was sort of uh, how they were selling it. Um, you know, people like adored those, you know, monsters at that point. So they kind of made, you know, comedy, uh, you know, cartoon parodies of them basically, but it's very right. clearly Karloff and Lugosi. Um, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and, and a little known fact, uh, he's not really Frankenberry. Okay. He, he, Frankenberry's name of the scientist that made the cereal. It's <laughs> Frankenberry's monster, but they always get that wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it came out in 1971, um, and as you heard the commercial, every commercial is basically Count Chocula and Frankenberry fighting over the who cereal is better, and then something comes and fucking scares the shit out of them, and they run around like, like pussies. Uh, that was okay. their thing. I don't know why, but... Um, that was their whole shtick? That was their shtick. If you ever, like, see what this cereal looked like back in the 70s, it looks like it's weird, because, like, the it's not the shapes that are, like, they have now. Um, there were little circles of crosses in them and the marshmallow okay. pieces were just broken up pieces. They were just like ambiguous little pieces of marshmallow. Uh, they weren't like shaped as anything. So it was like real generic looking fucking cereal. They just sold it with these mascots, you know? Um, gotcha. <laughs> so here's a funny, here's a little funny story. Uh, a year later, basically when the cereal, the cereal was out on the market for about a year, uh, in 72, there was a bunch of reports of children, uh, eating the cereal and basically experiencing like blood in their stool and uh, hemorrhaging like yeah from their rectum yeah so Frankenberry basically had like a very heavy like uh, dye in it that was okay. affecting the stools of kids eating it and then they found out that there was no like no reason to panic it was just a cereal so there was like a huge change in the in the pigment basically uh, with the cereal. Um, for both of them, I believe. But uh, so then, basically, a year later, in '73, that's when we got Booberry. Now, if you've ever heard a commercial with Booberry in it, uh, I'm not even gonna bother playing one. But he is very clearly Peter Lorre. 
So like I was just gonna say, was yeah. it Peter Lorre? Yeah, yeah. Because Blueberry, because the Blueberry Ghost does look like Lorre. Exactly. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And by the way, the Count Chocolate has fucking beaver teeth. He, he does. He doesn't right? have fangs. <laughs> he has like two front buck teeth, which is very strange to me. Um, oh God, you're right. Yeah, That's yeah, weird. strange, right? So. So basically, um, yeah, you got fruit, uh, you got blueberry basically in uh, 73, right? So like that's like one year after the other, you had all these like weird things that were going on with the cereal. And blueberry, you know, was also successful because that, that's been around for quite a while. Now I have a theory, Justin. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. I have a theory about like, so blueberry is a ghost, right? My, yeah. I have a theory about who he is the ghost of and who fucking killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, check this out. Alright, so one of the cereals, right, that was really popular in like the 60s that had a rotating cast of mascots was Alphabets. They had a whole bunch of different mascots back in the day. Okay. Alright. One of the mascots... I didn't realize Alphabets was that old. Oh yeah, it came out like like the early 60s. So one of their mascots that they had for quite a while that they had was um, basically he was a mailman. And it was on the box. So he was a mailman wearing a blue uniform. So they, all right, so basically they stopped using this mascot in 1971, the year that Count Chocolate came out. So my theory is that the mailman went to deliver mail to Count Alfred Chocolate, because that's his fucking name. I know his first name. And he fucking killed him. Of course him. you do. He killed him. And so now he haunts their castle with his own cereal. So I think that Blueberry is the dead, dead mailman from Alphabets. You put a lot of thought into this, Joe. I eat a lot of cereal in the morning. That's what I think about. <laughs> I like it. It's a good theory. Yeah. All right. That's, so, that's canon now. That's headcanon. <laughs> I got to tell you a funny story about Blueberry, actually. Um, so right. this was supposed... I don't... You probably remember, I'm, I'm assuming, because you recorded it. Are we going to get into the Sean conversation? Yeah. Do you remember what happened to Sean? I do remember what happened to Sean. I wish but it, for our listening audience. Yeah, I fucking oh man, I wish it wasn't late because I would I would call him right now and make him tell the story to us. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell. I, I say you should just do it anyway. It's only eleven thirty. Yeah, but he gets up at like four o'clock in the morning. This motherfucker like oh, wakes farmers up. <laughs> He's not gonna be up. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to work in an hour. <laughs> call him on his way to work. We might still be talking. <laughs> Yeah, so, all right, so I, we, we mentioned Sean in, uh, I think, the last podcast, the Halloween special. Um, he, he designed the logo for us. So, um, circa fucking 2010, we basically had a uh, an animated web series called Sean and Such um, that me and Sean wrote. Justin, you were a part of it, obviously, and uh, he helped, yep. us, helped us write, did voices, and uh, and our other mutual friend, uh, Jay, I think we mentioned once or, once or twice, uh, he was in it as yeah. well. So, yeah, so one of the episodes that we wrote but never uh, put together was based on something that actually happened to Sean. And uh, so years and years ago, Sean was, you know, um, all, all about fucking Booberry. He's talking about how much he loved it as a kid. He can't find it anymore. He really wanted it. I'm like, all right, you know, like, whatever. And I, at the time, I, did, you know, wasn't really like that into it. Like, I, I know a lot about it now. But um, I was just like, yeah, I don't think it's on the shelves anymore or whatever. Um because it was, you know, fairly seasonal and and still very rare. You didn't see blueberry on the shelves as much as the other two. Like you would, no. But it was rare to see it. Like it wasn't like Frankenberry, Count Chocolate. They were fucking everywhere in like September or whatever. 
uh, October. <laughs> Blueberries, like, you'd, you'd be like, one of those things that you could go to CVS for something. Like, oh shit, look, there's a rogue box over here. It's like finding a can of tap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he really fucking wanted this cereal. And unfortunately, everybody else had an issue with it being so rare and you really couldn't find anywhere. So he went up ordering like a case of it through General Mills, I believe. Um, yeah. And he got it. And now he had like, like an absurd amount, like like 18 boxes of fucking blueberries, something like that. And this kid ate it for fucking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He loved it. And he got so fucking sick from eating this. He's like, his poop was blue, apparently. I didn't see it. Um, but <laughs> he I, did, he did mention that, yeah. That guy, I think his piss was blue. Like, he didn't look right. <laughs> he was pet. He was pe- <laughs> He was pale. Like, it just... And he was, like, fucking weird. He was being weird because he was, like, always, like, on this, like, sugar high and then crashing. And I'm like, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. It was, you know, like, we likened it to fucking Jesse Spano on the speed... Uh, on the Not the speed yeah. pills, but, yeah, whatever it was. Caffeine pills. Yeah, the caffeine pills. And that was the joke in Sean and Such, too. Um, <laughs> that never came to be the lost episode of Sean and Such. Uh, I'm still to this day upset that we never got got to do that episode. Unproduced one. Yeah, that was a funny one because that's when uh, he got sick and Joe had to teach the class to, to the kids. <laughs> right. We never even recorded that one, did we? Oh, we did. We have the whole thing. Oh, did we? Yeah. You, you're just... I don't think you're in that one. No, definitely not in yeah. that one. Um, yeah. So, so Sean, Sean fucking boo-buried himself out and uh, yeah, yeah, I... He has, I think, since weaned off of vintage cereal from uh, eBay sellers or the companies. I don't know. So, yeah. So, the, so uh, you know, the lesson is just, like, it's good in <laughs> moderation. Please don't eat too much blueberry. Yeah. But, um, but around the time blueberry came out, that's when you got Fruit Brute, which you said you never had, and you wouldn't have. It was discon- yeah. It was basically discontinued when we were born. Um, Okay. Yeah, so, so it was gone. But right. the reason why it was... I, I'll tell you what, what the problem was. is You had you had Count Chocolate was chocolate, right? Frankenberry was strawberry. Right. And Blueberry was blueberry. Right. So like everything was basically what it was. But Fruit Brute was like a mix of all these different flavors and it didn't work. And you know what the fucking marshmallow flavor was? What? Every kid's favorite flavor, dude. Lime. Fucking lime marshmallows. Ew. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't work, you know? Yeah, and so, I don't know, they got rid of that, and they basically brought in uh, Yummy Mummy, which was, like, the replacement. Uh, but that got, that got, uh, that was only around for a couple of years, too. That, that came out, like, the late 80s, I think, like, 88. And then they, they basically got rid of that cereal pretty quick, too. Because, um, again, it was just a mishmash of, like, different fruit flavors. But the marshmallows, I believe, were vanilla. Um, so I think it was supposed to be a little bit better, but I never had it. Um, they they just think uh, they discontinued that in like 1992. You, so you know who's like a big fan of Fruit Brute and like has it in like a couple of his movies? Oh, Tarantino. Really? Yeah, in the Tarantino universe, like Fruit Brute still exists. Like that's the thing. Because what's the what's the cigarette brand he has? Uh, Red Apple or something. Yeah, like that. Red Apple. Um, so he's got Red Apple and uh, you know something and else fruit and brute. fruit. Yeah, fucking Fruit Brutes in the uh, <laughs> Quentin multiverse. <laughs> That is so weird. Yeah. But like, but like, okay, so Yummy Mummy was around. Yeah, when yeah, we were kids. Well, we were around, but I don't even know that one. I don't think. Like, I know, I know it existed, but yeah. I, I, I never, I don't remember ever seeing it. I don't think people gave a shit about it, and as far as like stocking goes, because I never, I don't, I don't ever remember seeing that. Like as a kid, I remember seeing, uh, you know, Count Chocolate, obviously Frankenberry. They were popular, 
Booberry, as rare as it was, I knew it was a thing. I always knew it was a thing, but I didn't know about Fruit Brute until I was older and I just like found out about like the history of this cereal. And the Yummy Mummy, not at all. And I was at an age where I would have remembered it. Um, so right. I have no fucking clue where they went. They did bring them all back in 2010. So 2010 is kind of when everything like starts to change with that cereal because they uh, they brought everything back, like everything for like a limited run. But that's when they started, I believe that's the year they started basically putting it out uh, seasonally. And that was it. You couldn't get it every day like you were able to back before. So, right. yeah. Oh, so when they brought, oh, so that's right. When they brought it back, I, I actually, I didn't know this. I just found this out before, like earlier. When they, when they brought back uh, the, all the cereals, they did change the, the fruit fruit to like cherry cereal. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm looking at here because I... Pulled it up on Google. Yeah, and um, and uh, and Yummy Mummy, they turned to like an orange creamsicle cereal or something like that. Um, yeah, but it didn't last yeah. long. Yeah, and and then um, I want to put this. You know, we actually put it on Instagram. Uh, two thousand third. I'm sorry, two thousand fourteen. Um, they had DC comic artists do the covers to the uh, to the to the cereal boxes. Really? Yeah, I don't remember who did what. I just remember Jim Lee did Booberry. Um, but you know what? We could, we should, we should uh, throw those photos on Instagram for the uh, podcast. Gonna, I will do that. I'm going to go ahead and look those up tonight, and uh, I'll have them up uh, when we post the episode. Yeah, that's that that that's my cereal. That's my cereal story. Uh, we we could have done a whole episode on that. We basically did. We've been talking about it for a half hour. <laughs> Fantastic. And I'll tell you another thing about this cereal, Justin. Please do. That's not the first fucking song by these people. You're kidding me. No, dude. So they, uh, you know, like they had prizes in the boxes, obviously. That was a thing in cereal across the board. They right. had it in, I believe it was 1979. Because um, it wasn't, I don't think it was the 80s. It was like the late 70s, 78, 79. They did like mini vinyls in the cereal box. Okay. Like the little tiny ones, like flexi discs or whatever they were called. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made those. Don't have one of those, obviously. But I'm sure they were just as entertaining as fucking Monster Mash. Probably worse. Probably way worse. I do remember every once in a while um, in cereal, you would get like one of those little tiny uh, uh, vinyl records that you can play. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, what what a shitty, like what a shitty prize for cereal, right? Like you can't. A record? (laughs) Right? Like I, (laughs) I, I don't really remember a lot of prizes in like the, the Count Chocolate box. I think they're like a Frisbee once. Maybe. I think because they all did fucking Frisbees. I don't know. Honestly, the only one that I specifically remember getting that in was uh, it was was a box of Ghostbusters cereal. Yes, that's right. I remember that. It was a glow-in-the-dark one. Yeah, it was like right around the time the second movie came out. Yeah, I remember that. And like, if you had like a winning record, you could like win tickets to go see the movie or something like that. A winning, what do you mean, a winning record? What do you mean? So, some of the records, most of the records were like the same thing. Oh, wait, you're talking about, you're talking about a record or a Frisbee? No, I'm talking about a record. Oh, because I was saying Glow in the Dark. I remember that the Ghostbusters had a Frisbee on it. There was, there was one of those too. Yes, they they had that too. Oh, really? They had had a fucking record in the Ghostbusters? That was a little bit later on in like, life, like. This was around 89. When the second movie came out, like 88, 89. Like everybody kind of had cassette players, cassette tapes at that time. I mean, yeah, they did, but this specific one had yeah. a record. I don't remember that. Yeah. So yeah. what? what's the winning record? 
So I think most of the records would just have like the song on it. What you the? You know what I mean? The Ghostbusters uh, theme from the movie. Right, right. Um, but if you got like the winning one, it would tell you at some point. I don't know exactly what was on it, but it would <laughs> tell you at some point. Hey, you won. You know, just like command whispers during the song, like you're, you're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's Ray Parker Jr. going, let me take some. <laughs> Winning makes me feel good. <laughs> It'd be creepy if you just whispered, Boston makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh boy, <laughs> the song took on a different meaning. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. It's a thing that happened, though. That's crazy. Do you did you have one of those? Um, I remember getting the record. It wasn't a winner. And you had a record player? Yeah, it was the eighties. <laughs> oh, I don't remember my parents playing records. Oh, my mom played records all the time. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't get cereal enough to know. Like, but do they really put prizes in cereal anymore? Well, that's done. I, I honestly don't know. Because um, you used to get like toys in there sometimes, like. Like, yeah. legit, like, PVC little figures, and they were awesome. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a long time. I, I don't eat a lot of cereal now, or any, for that matter. And I haven't in a very long time, so I, I really couldn't tell you. Um, even, like, when I would buy cereal for my kid, I don't remember there being, like, toys or anything like that inside anymore. Yeah, that sucks, man. That's, like, a sad thing not to have, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like the demise of Saturday morning cartoons. That's not a thing anymore either. No, that's not. That became a whole issue with, like, the parents' rights groups back in, like, the late 80s. They started throwing a fit. Um, And actually, this started in the early 80s. Um, So, like, back in the early 80s, there was early to mid-80s, I would say. There was just this huge... um, kind of uprising of cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons that were basically being made as 30 minute commercials for toy lines. Yeah. Like the cartoons were based on toys, not the other way around. Yeah. So you had He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, obviously based on the Masters of the Universe toy line that had come out very shortly before. You had G.I. Joe, you had uh, Transformers, um, and, and just like, a whole mess of others. So the uh, FTC finally decided we got to crack down on this. This is getting ridiculous. So the first <laughs> thing they did, they're like, I don't understand why we have a TV cartoon about Lego people fighting Play-Doh people, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the first thing they did was decide, okay, listen, here's what here's what's going to happen. Um, you're not going to be allowed to play commercials for your toys during the show that's based on the toys oh boy yeah so you didn't need to watch it well you didn't need to because the show itself was a commercial so if you're sitting and watching masters of the universe you weren't going to get a masters of the universe toy commercial during that show uh so that was the first thing that happened the next thing that happened was a few years later when they decided that um every network needed to start airing a certain num certain amount of educational programming oh, so the first is this what right is this why like gi joe had like the thing like the me- the messaging and, so and cartoons like that started. yeah that's yeah. when we started getting the psas at the end the psas a lot of different 
cartoon. Right, yeah, yeah I was at a loss for words for that. man did it, G.I. Joe did it, it almost everybody started doing it. But then the FTC decided, no, and we certainly don't need an he just... entire hour-long special where all of your favorite tar- cartoon characters talk about how wrong drugs are. Right, right, exactly. Or, <laughs> or I never, ever needed to hear Bugs Bunny say the word marijuana. <laughs> no, no one did. Yeah, and I certainly don't need fucking Leonardo to tell me not to bully somebody when he just ninja kicked a guy at breakneck speed and broke his fucking spine. That was unacceptable. Had a lot of mixed messages over there. Right. So this is when we start getting stuff like uh, Bill Knight and Science Guy. Well, that's right. That's basically what's what what it is now. Because I remember uh, the last time I saw like what you want to call Saturday morning programming for kids, I was in a dentist's office and it was just all like you know, uh, educational shows. Like there was like, you know, a bunch of kids talking about stuff to find out in the woods or, you know, they were doing certain kinds of science experiments or like, it was completely, completely educational. There was nothing in it at all from what we used to watch as a kid. It was very far from, very far from that. It just doesn't exist anymore. It was basically, that was the death of Saturday morning cartoons. Right. So I guess that was... This must have happened in the late 90s, early 2000s, I'm guessing, uh, or they were just done? I would, say, I would say the mid to late 90s is basically when it yeah. really just kind of... Okay, huh. It's it said to us, right? Because like, we knew it, and now we know that like the younger generations don't have that. We you know we equate that with like you know nostalgia, our childhood, and how great it was, but they don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Um, right. They have their own things, like YouTube, and watching yeah, people well, exactly. watch YouTube videos. Right. <laughs> and react to those videos. Yeah, just an inception of YouTube videos, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't understand it. Um, but whatever. Yeah, man, that's that's definitely, like, something that's really uh, special to me. Like, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, you know, the serials and all the different shit that was in it. Like, that's big, you know, that's a big thing for a kid. Because that's, like, really all you had to care about, you know, the, that, that particular, like, age range, you know? Was what was on cartoons? Right. You, just, you just had to know what was on, when it was on, and where it was on. Exactly. Right. It's a shame, but whatever. I miss it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I miss those days, and I wish we kind of still had them. But you know, it is what it is. Because I think I was asking you in regards to like your kid. Like, oh, did, did she watch cartoons? Like, is that a thing anymore? And you told me about it, and I was just like, ugh, that's fucking depressing. I, it, it is depressing. It's really depressing. But <laughs> because. I know, like, I know, like, there, but, but the thing, the difference now is that, like, that was what we had, right, was, like, this block on Saturday morning. And then, I guess, like, in the 90s also, uh, when you got home from school, like, especially, like, the Disney afternoon, that was a thing. But now, it's, like, there's just channels dedicated to that shit that we didn't have as a kid, you know? Like, kids have, like, oh, yeah, there's, multiple there's cartoon network now. Multiple Nickelodeon channels, you know, multiple Disney channels. That, that, that's all they do. That would have been our dream back then. Yeah, oh, 100%. You know I mean? Yeah, that, that would have been like our internet. <laughs> I mean, just, I, I feel like nowadays, like, like kids have so much available to them that they just don't even really seem to have a focus on anything. You know, it's just like right. every single thing is basically available to them in a moment's notice. You know, like they want to watch a particular episode of a certain show. It's just on. That's it, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't even a thing. Thing we could even imagine back then you know like you have to no. 
hope that the show you liked was even on, not to mention the episodes you wanted. You know, I know we had, like, some VHS tapes that had episodes of cartoons. I know the Ninja Turtles did that. They had, like, one or two episodes on a VHS tape. But, yeah. like, not like today. Like, with see That you could get from Burger King. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what I was thinking about. The fucking, yeah. The Burger King tapes. By Dick. <laughs> by Dick. <laughs> was it by Dick? No, yeah. it was F-A-G. It was F-A-G. Oh, was it? Oh, yes, you're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. Very similar with the crayon Family font. Family Entertainment, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Dick had, uh, who was, I think Dick was uh, the real Ghostbusters. Nah, you would know better than me, I don't know. Yeah, and like Inspector Gadget. Yeah, but the simplicity of like that, you know, um, just sort of like turning on the TV and just getting what you got, you know, you kind of got to experience things because you were just going to watch it no matter what. You know, it wasn't like, right. oh, I don't want to watch this, I'll go to the next video, I'll go to the next this. That was just what was on. Right, so you saw things that you wouldn't normally watch. That's not the that's not a thing right now. Or if it is, it's just in a different format, I guess. You know what I mean? But for the most part, like, you know, it's when you have so much stuff, you, you don't you don't like it's like you don't watch any of it. You know what I mean? Um, you don't care about any of it. Like right, because you have too many options. Yeah, right. Like I remember, um, like my friends like fucking uh, downloading all the ROMs like back, you know, like in the the early like 2000s when like ROMs were a thing right to get like oh I could have every fucking Nintendo game on my computer I'm like great did you play any no (laughs) why because you don't give a shit you have them all you know what I mean but if you went out and bought a Nintendo game you played the fucking shit out of it because that's what you had you know right yeah it's it's just you know we live in an age of instant gratification and it's ruining American society there I said it (laughs) <laughs> by the way i just wanted to bring this up you reminded me of something when we were talking about very briefly teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> what's up um, do you know who wrote the theme song for that cartoon uh no uh it was chuck Lorre. oh really the producer of two and a half men and the big bang theory yeah yeah, yeah. no i know what chuck Lorre is i um he wrote the song yeah oh shit no i didn't know that i guess was yeah. that was that what he did back then was he like a songwriter like for for, for jingles so. and shit. Huh. Yeah, back in the back in the eighties, he was actively pursuing opportunities in both writing scripts and music. And he said, "I wanted to do the theme song for the Turtles the minute I heard about it." Because he just says the name over and over again. That's the whole fucking song. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of there's a little other stuff in there, but not really. Uh, he describes the characters pretty thoroughly. All right, you know what? While we're talking about cartoons and cereal. Right. Uh, what was your favorite cereal like as a kid? Um, that's a good question. As a kid, it was it probably so. I always leaned towards chocolate. Yeah. So it would have been for me either Count Chocula or Cocoa Puffs. I leaned more towards Cocoa Puffs because for some reason I just wasn't into the chocolate marshmallows. Okay. Yeah, I get it. it they, they, they like they like a weird, you know, it's like a chalky kind of like consistency, and they're a little strange. Like I like the Lucky Charms marshmallows just fine, mm-hmm. but the I don't know the the, the marshmallows and Count Chocula always kind of rub me the wrong way. Yeah, I get it. Um. As a kid, I was a fan of Count Chocula. I was also, um, you know, what cereal I really loved. Um, it was pretty simple cereal, but it ta- I could still like I still remember the taste of it. The Batman cereal. Yeah, that was good. You know, they sell boxes of that on eBay, like sealed. Are you Are you gonna get one? Yeah, I think I might. You should. I'll I'll, I'll buy a box and I'll and I'll eat it. Um, Don't do that. <laughs> I'll eat it on on the air. <laughs> anything for uh, anything I, no, for I review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I definitely would 
buy a box, uh, but I would not eat that box. It's fucking 32-year-old cereal, man. Yeah, but it's not like there's anything living in it. Like, it's not going to hurt you. Has Sean's misfortune taught you nothing? Uh, yeah, it taught me a lot. It, it taught me that if I buy a box of Batman Sealed, to not eat it for fucking six weeks straight and just have a little bowl. <laughs> That's it. Fair enough. Um, on that same track, though, yeah, the Batman cereal was good. It was very simple, though. It was, it was just like... Um, it was like kicks, kind of, but... Um, yeah. I, I can't describe the taste. It was like a little bit of vanilla flavor to it. Um, yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was really good, though. Yeah, there really wasn't much to it. It was just those little uh, those little bat shapes. And that was it. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, just bat shapes. Uh, but, like, on that same kind of wavelength, I also really liked um, C-3PO's. I don't think I ever had that. They were really good. Yeah. They I... were really good. I, like, vaguely remember them. I don't remember them. I, I kind of remember them almost being, like, um, almost like Captain Crunch. Okay. Yeah, well, Captain Crunch is good. Yeah. or something in there. Captain Crunch is good. And, and Mr. T's as well. Mr. Oh, T's yeah. very similar. I remember Mr. T's. And I remember just not understanding why it was a cereal. But I was like, all right, I'll just go with this. I'm like, the guy from A-Team? I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just eat the cereal. Just fucking eat it. But, like, he was, like, a huge thing back then. Everybody loved Mr. T. He had a little cartoon. Yeah, he did. Everybody had a fucking cartoon back then, man. You're right. You're right. Nintendo you ce- remember? Nintendo cereal. It was like Nintendo the, Zero had the two the different split. Cereals. Yep, that's right. It was like a split in the box between uh, Mario and then Zelda. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Mario and Zelda because they had the, the the Nintendo Power Hour, which was like the the the, the two of those guys, I believe. Well, they had so I like I think the first thing they had was the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah, but they had the Zelda segments. Oh fuck, dude. Let me tell you. First of all, Anthony, right? Yeah, but- Bought me the fucking DVD of just all the Zelda segments from the Mario show. Really? Yeah, from one of my birthdays, like, years ago. And he was like... Because he was like... Cause, all right, so Anthony is a fucking... Is, is a great friend of mine, but he's an asshole. Because he constantly buys me copies of Super Mario Brothers the movie as gifts. And I have, like... <laughs> and I have, like, fucking six of them already. And he showed me a photo... Fo- he showed me a photo of his like closet or whatever, and he had like twenty of them in there. He's like, "I'm they're just waiting to go, like they're just they're for you for gifts." I was like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's like he's a sadistic. And so he fucking so for one year he buys me the fucking Zelda uh, uh, DVD. It has all the Zelda um, which McCold segments on it, and I, and he's like, "Do you remember these?" I was like, "Not really." And Anthony's younger than us, you know what I mean? So I, he wasn't really yeah, like true. when he when that was on, he he was like. You know, too little to, I think, remember that. But I was like, vaguely. I was like, but I don't really remember it that well. So, you know, like, after... Well, it was only on on Fridays. Yes, yes. And it wasn't a lot of them. Because um, I had the DVD. I have every episode. It's not that many. It was like after a birthday party, because he, like, crashed at my house. And so he was just like, yo, you want to pop in that Zelda DVD? I was like, yeah, fuck it. Because um, we were like, you know, it was like, we just hung over and shit from, like, the birthday party. Right. And just eating whatever food was left over in the fridge from, like, the party. You know? We fucking watched this whole thing twice because we liked what? it so much. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> It's pretty, in a really, yeah, in in, in like a dumb way, you know what I mean, with the, you know, the whole like, excuse me, princess, we were like, that's the first thing I always think about. Yeah, we were like, we were like, you know what, they're like, we've been, you know, we were hungover for a little bit, it was the next night, we're like, ah, you know, we're ready to drink again, we started playing a Zelda drinking game, so, uh, (laughs) 
We got pretty drunk. And we watched it twice. It's a great show. <laughs> so, I highly recommend it. Fair enough. I like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I, I, I think I like the live action segments a little more than, like, the cartoon shit. Yeah. But that's probably just, I'm probably the only one who really appreciated Captain Lou Albano. Cap- I was just going to say Captain Lou Albano as Mario. I wish yeah. they had him instead of Bob Hoskins. That would have been amazing. I loved Bob Hoskins. Listen. Oh, how, Listen. come on. I don't know you want... You know what? We we we'll do an episode about this one day because this is a horror movie as it on its own. All right. <laughs> but go ahead, tell me what do you think about Bob Hoskins? Listen, you know I'm the world's biggest Super Mario Brother movie uh, apologist. <laughs> apologist? What do you mean? Not apologist. <laughs> I mean, what the would you have you had something to do with it? <laughs> no, I had nothing to do with it. I probably should have. But uh, I, but I, I have a good excuse because I was twelve. Yeah. I unabashedly love that movie for what it is. Is it a bad movie? Yes, absolutely. It sucks, but it's enjoyable. Like to me, it's just a fun flip. Yeah, it's a rough watch. I'll say that much. I don't know. I feel like I have a good time every time I watch it. Did you watch it with all of us when we when we watched it at my house? Um, I got part of the way through it and then I had to leave. You had to leave? Oh, okay, because because it was on. Yeah. <laughs> No, I legitimately had to go home. Yeah, yeah. But, um... I think there's, like, a museum somewhere, right? With all the shit from there, like, in one of the Carolinas or something like that? Am I wrong? Well, they shot it down there, so that makes sense. Okay, all right, so then there you go. Yeah, I believe there's a museum uh, down there with all the um, the props and shit from the movie. Now I have to go. Yeah. You're going to make me go to one of the Carolinas. I've never been to any of the Carolinas. <laughs> now you're going to make me go to one of the Carolinas just to see the shit. Would you come for the Super Mario Bros. Museum? Like, oh, God. <laughs> That's the worst thing we have here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm the one. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Show me those Koopa hands. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We've really gone off the rails here. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thank you for listening to our horror podcast. Uh, We hope you guys join in next week. And uh, have a good night. (laughs) Oh, my God, are we at an hour already? Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. Jesus Christ. Uh, Well, this has been fun. Yeah, all right. (laughs) I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Hey, maybe next time I'll call you, we'll talk about one of those horror movies that we always talk about. What's a? Oh, yeah, horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's going to be a good episode. (laughs) Next week on Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Hey guys, tune in next Monday for our podcast review on Ghostbusters Afterlife. Come, hear Justin cry over the Ghostbusters. Hear Joe say he didn't see the fucking movie. It's going to be filled with ghosts and busting and mediocrity. So please, tune in next Monday. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to me. do... Oh, you're still on the phone? Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81 and if you want to follow me on slasher the horror based social media site you can find me at sexy vampire teeth pod and if you want to follow me on social media you can't i'm off the stuff so if you guys want updates on the show please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every monday night for a new episode thanks for listening guys and good night
song, everybody. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. 